0: Just scroll through
1: the whole thing i'm only see. i'm only at 50 my fingers are hurting it's a, yeah it's people. So i just scrolled is as a lot of people. Uh, i went through it <laughs> I well i'm like i'm like reading the first sentence of every single one of the players which i should not be you doing you can't do that you can't do that you just gotta have a feel about it and you just gotta go
2: in you gotta have a hot take you gotta stand behind it you gotta go in back, y'all. It's MBA episode 62. Tad, what MBA episode is it? This is the Scott Pollard episode. Wow.
1: <laughs> Shout out. More that in Indiana. Shout out to Scott Pollard. Interesting. Remember when he was
0: like bleach blonde? He dyed his hair like bleach blonde? Oh, yes. Oh, God. He
2: had some of the best hair in the NBA because he did like the sumo look. Mm-hmm. And then he did like the bleach blonde look. And then he had like the man bun thing going on. He had heavy sideburns. <laughs> heavy. Chops. Oh, I think he called man. those chops. We should Martin talk M- NBA. Hair. Chops. We should. We should definitely do a hair episode. Um there a... he was on Survivor too. <laughs> what? That is his, true. That's a factual was, statement. He was on Survivor and he was like he was a real prick. <laughs> oh wow. People did not like him. Um yeah, he was just like he was the guy that everybody hates who's like, I'm gonna form an legions, and I'm gonna be the asshole who's was just like hmm. It just makes everybody's lives more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any case this is this is the Scott Pollard episode. I'm your host Jake Kiles, aka um Scott Holler that your boy. Oh,
1: that was bad. Yeah, holidays holler,
2: holler holiday holler day sauce. Uh directly to my right,
1: introduce yourself, sir. Hey,
0: it's Tad. AKA Drew Holiday and I got nothing this
1: week. Okay, I got I got nothing new.
2: phoning
1: it. In. Yeah. We're all phoning it in. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, uh, I got, Bring it home. Bring all it all on, right. buddy. I don't know if they're great, but I came up with them while looking through the list. I got Nick Keeles, AKA James Johnsonville Brats. Ooh. All right. Uh then I've got P B and J Tucker. <laughs> okay, and then my cool. last one would be Taj Gibson Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you guys are really all in on the food thing. Yeah. We've Third got thing. a
1: food podcast. Oh, we've I, it's a What's uh you guys are business people. What's the way of is that synergy? Sure. Yeah, that works. Let's sure. throw
0: out buzzwords. Uh <laughs> leverage.
2: For, for the listeners out there, if you don't know, we have a food podcast. It's called Eat Yeah, Love, where Nikki, myself, and Matt, one of the former hosts of MBA, uh we talk food every week. Um Yo. last week we didn't have an episode, we had some technical issues. But we have an episode this week. It's gonna be great. What? Can't wait. Cool. Uh, this week we've got some, we've got some decent topics to discuss this week. Um, thankfully, Finally, thankfully, today gave us some noteworthy stuff to talk about. Because yeah, also
1: it sucks that today the day that I was like, oh, let's come up. I've got now bullshit ideas we can come up with. Mm-hmm. That we're yeah. right as the season's about to we start, we
2: wasted our time for doing bullshit because the season is
1: like five weeks away. Yeah, we could have done before. such next next off season. It's all bullshit. We're only
2: doing bullshit episodes next year. We also still haven't seen Uncle Drew.
1: No, yeah, we, we still failed at haven't that. Haven't seen it, yet. and I heard it was pretty. Uh,
2: Terrible. I heard it was pretty terrible. uh, Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, Although I do like Little Rel. He's from Chicago and he's hilarious. Um, So let's talk about the first topic for today. This has been a newsworthy uh, uh, item on the agenda this week, Um, and it really broke today, which is Wednesday, September nineteenth. It broke that uh, there's there's trouble in Minnesota. There is trouble in Minnesota. Uh, We've been talking shit about Minnesota for a while now because. Tibbs is, is doing the Doc Rivers thing where he brings in people that he knows and or likes as opposed to guys who actually bin, build a winning team um, like signing Wolding and having conversations about bringing in Joakim Noah. Yep. And um, this week, it sounds like Jimmy's had enough. Um, Jimmy Butler has now announced that he wants to be traded um, and he announced his teams being the Clippers, the Knicks, and the, the Nets. 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 Thank you. Um, so couple of quick questions. If you are the Minnesota Timberwolves, do you honor Jimmy's trade request? Do you fire Tibbs? Do you trade Cat
1: or trade Andrew Wiggins? You trade Jimmy to the Clippers for a bunch of stuff out of their pockets. Because the Clippers have been getting a lot lately. They've gotten some
2: some big pulls from Star-worthy trades. Jerry West
1: showed up. True. Uh, So I think they could probably get him over there. Because I think Jimmy would work perfectly with the Clippers,
2: and like if he goes to L.A., he can hang out more with Mark Wahlberg during the regular season, and that's important for yeah. his, his health and his well-being. Mark Wahlberg
1: is kind of a dirtbag. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, Mark Wahlberg. Did you guys? Yeah, but see like, you ever you look into this? his
0: past and like the shit, like the racist stuff hey, and like, man, yeah, you know, LA, the hate LA, crime, people grow. people you know, grow, man, beat look. that guy and like, so he lost his vision. Listen, and, man, that you know, was a lot of stuff.
2: I've seen American History X. People can change. People turn their lives around. Well, my
0: favorite thing is he's like, I've forgiven myself for it, but has never, <laughs> has never like sought out the forgiveness of the guy who he, you know, visually impaired
1: for the rest of his <laughs> that's life. Fair. Yeah, well, he wouldn't see him coming either way. He also so. said he would. He also <laughs> said he would stop nine eleven. That's he did. That's that's a Mark Wahlberg he quote. Did. He did. He was I think Mark he, he was supposed to be on one of the planes or something like that. I
0: think that he thinks that he is some of the characters that he plays in his movies. Oh it's true. for sure. He is the shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: That he, movie yeah. that is a so
0: bad it's good movie. Oh, I love
2: He that is uh Miles
1: 22. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay. Oh man, he is he's, he's a cyborg, Miles boy. 22. It's so the 22nd Miles.
2: Uh, so in your opinion, so you're you're thinking the best move for the Timberwolves is to honor the trade request? It's it's com- it sounding like Tibbs is like I'm not trading him. It's just not going to happen. Like we're going to play the season out, try to make the playoffs and see what happens. Does he have GM control? Yeah. yeah. He's not only head coach, he's like, he's basically the last of a dying breed, which is the coach slash president of basketball Well, as, as soon as they
0: got rid of Van Gundy and they they Van took Gundy, that, they uh, took that, those powers away from Doc Rivers. Yeah, Doc but, Rivers. Yep. Uh, which I could have told you as an Orlando Magic fan. It, was, it didn't work out when he was in Orlando. Yeah. When, our, when we had T-Mac and our second best player was Pat fucking Garrity. Yeah. But like, <laughs> um, so, calls. okay, I wasn't, I, I, had, I had thought that, but I wasn't 100% sure if they had brought somebody in to run that stuff. So, my original thought was they trade Jimmy. They probably have to get rid of Cat because this lawsuit thing at some point, and then that's all going to culminate in the firing of Tom Thibodeau. I legitimately don't believe that by next season any of those four people will be involved with the Minnesota Timberwolves organization,
2: including Andrew Wiggins. All four of them. Interesting. That's a hot take. It's. I don't think that Kat, I don't think they're going to let Kat go. I think they're going to hold on to him for dear life. Just like they did with KG. Like, he is, a, he is a generational type of talent. Yep. There are questions about his work ethic, which some say has led to Jimmy Butler and him butting heads a lot, especially last Same season. Same thing
1: with uh, Andrew Wiggins. So yeah, and like s- especially
2: either. Andrew Wiggins. I, see, I think if there's anybody that's going to go, it's going to be Andrew Wiggins. Like, they trade him and see what they can get from him and, like, get some role players to build around Jimmy and Kat. Because Andrew Wiggins has effectively become – he's – He's all glitz, and, like,
1: he's just he's just all show. Like, the numbers are there. Not to mention, if they do get rid of Jimmy Butler, they. I guess I'm kind of turning on this one. They're also admitting that they, they screwed up on that trade with the Bulls.
2: Can we talk about that for a second? So, like, if they trade Jimmy, it depends. Here's the thing, though. What they could get back for Jimmy is not as good as Jimmy, but better than Zach Levine, Laurie Markkinen, and Chris Dunn, it, it, depending on who they Probably. trade with. Depending on who they trade with,
1: because that's why i was saying the Clippers. I think Clippers looking, got a lot at, but of good here's stuff. the thing:
2: like the Knicks came out today and they're like, "We're not going to trade for somebody who we can sign in free agency next year." Like, yeah. and if he's clearly not happy, like we'll wait because we have pieces here that we want to hold on to. Which, fuck you, Knicks. Like you have Kristaps, and
1: that's it. That's their piece. That's what yeah. they're talking about. I guess they Tim have Tim Hardaway Jr. Stop.
2: They do have Frankie Nicotine. And who did they draft this year in the draft? Kevin Knox. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Who's good? That, I like That Kevin stupid Knox. kid. You didn't like him on draft night. I did like
1: him. No, we have it card, recorded. No, that's fair. People can go Check back and listen record. to that. Yeah, that kid. Uh, Check the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Check the tapes. Uh, you got me. But, th- so. That stupid kid again com- like was like, boo. Oh, yeah, I remember that shit. But it was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, that was <laughs> so funny.
2: It was just like, all right, but do what you just did, but do it again. And, <laughs> make it uh, make it better. Act, yeah. uh, act that shit up. So ultimately, do we think that Jimmy gets traded before the season starts?
1: No, no, no. no. I think no. if anything, it's during the season.
2: Okay, so that was my next question. Does he get traded this season? Well, if
1: he doesn't get Probably. traded, I think so. Because if he doesn't get traded this season, then he's just gonna go sign somewhere else. So
2: here's my here's my thing. So you look at there's a couple of situations in recent memory where a, a player has demanded to be traded, and this is like within the last. Three years basically, where a player demands to be traded, and ultimately the team honors their wishes and trades them. We've got Kawhi and we've got Kyrie as like the two main guys of recent memory who, like, were making a big stir, and the teams had to make a decision of, like, do we just hold on to them and try to convince them to stay and have a good season and rectify things, or do we let them go? Because, like, Kobe did that, and the Lakers were like, no, 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 you're staying here. We're going to figure this out while you're here.
0: Like I mean, Jimmy Butler isn't Kobe Bryant. I'm
2: just saying, just like a, a a disenfranchised star, somebody who's upset about their situation, somebody who wants to change and is upset with the way that the front office is handling some shit. Now, it pains me to say this because I was a huge, huge Jimmy Butler supporter when he was here in Chicago. He has become a prima donna to the to the point where it's like almost it's it's annoying and just like almost unforgivable about like how much of a prima donna like when he was here in chicago those last couple seasons like it's been noted that him and joe keem did not get along because joe keem was a team first guy and was like a culture first guy and jimmy started to become like a me first guy in a lot of ways and the same it got even worse when he started playing with dwayne wade Mm -hmm. it was just a lot of shit like that
0: two things one um i think that He got that way because they were fucking terrible, and they had it was like it was like we make the playoffs, and that's it. And it's like it's like that whole Reinsdorf thing, where it's like who cares what we do? Like let's make the playoffs so we can get that playoff revenue, right? And then, yes, the second thing I was going to mention is I think Dwayne Wade was a poor influence on him because when Dwayne Wade came here, I don't think Dwayne Wade really cared. It was just a paycheck. He never practiced. He never
2: came to practice. He was out of shape the entire season. He looked like shit. Um, it's crazy to think that that's two years. That was two years ago.
1: Yeah, it is. You know it's what I mean? Super weird. Like we
2: went to go see them on my birthday when they played. Uh, Dirk and the Mass. Like, oh yeah, and he almost hit the game winner on yeah. his birthday. It's good.
1: Dwayne, you had have the same birthday. They, yeah, we they had the share, same birthday. Share. I saw Get Real Union. She's cute. Dwayne um, made's, uh, high school basketball coach lives
0: next door to oh, really? Lauren. Like Lauren's mom, interesting. And Lauren has met Dwayne Wade on a few a few times. Um, he's come back to uh, their Fourth of July party. Interesting. Lauren said he's actually a super nice guy. I believe so. It.
1: I believe he it. seems like a super I wouldn't nice say guy. He's not,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, I just feel like Chicago fans hate him because he coasted through his time here, <sighs> cashing those eighteen million dollar
2: <laughs> checks. Not, it wasn't a great experience for us. No, um, I was
1: happy for him. He was getting his money.
2: So, question number two: Who lasts longer this season, Tibbs or Jimmy? Tibbs, Jimmy. So, oh, how fucking dare you,
0: dude! You guys, you <laughs> Chicago fans, Tom Thibodeau, man, the game passed him by six
1: years ago. Dude, I agree oh, with I, I think he's terrible. I now. agree with that. He's a bad guy. I up. literally the first year he was with the Timberwolves, I was like, yeah, and then last year I was like, okay, okay, this, this is interesting, and then like halfway through the season, I was like, never here's, mind. Here's
2: all you need to know about Tom Thibodeau. They got so much worse when Jimmy went down. So if you talk about like the value that he's like now when he was in Chicago, he was a he was one of the best coaches in the league. Like to to get to get to like a five seed with some of those teams that were led by like Carlos Boozer and Nate Robinson, like that is coaching. That's leveraging the players that you have and getting the most out of those guys. Yeah. To Tad's point, the league has passed him up. He has not adjusted his strategy. He has not adjusted the way that he allocates time to his players. He has not adjusted his defensive scheme. <laughs> And all of these things have now led to him being a much worse coach. Like yeah. just being stubborn. It's also a lot
1: like uh with another great Bulls coach, um, it uh Phil Jackson in, in New York. Well, he was I mean, he wasn't a he was a GM there, right. but he still like he was like being like, We're doing what I did back in the nineties and right. the early two thousands. Like, when in a time that everything is completely fucking different. I forget who I was listening
2: to recently. They were talking about how they had to run the the triangle offense. Oh, it was Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer was talking about, <laughs> he was it, it was an interview of some sort, and somebody was like, because uh, he played for Kurt Rambis in Minnesota. He was like, yeah. what was it like playing for Kurt Rambis? He's like, it was great, man. It's a good dude, like, good coach, nice guy. He's like, what's it like playing in the triangle? He's like, ah. Uh. We ran the
0: triangle offense my freshman year of high school. <laughs> and, uh. Let me just tell you yeah. something. Uh, at the oh, time, God. I was a freshman in high school in 2005. Um, and at the time, the offen- that was still, like, a prevalent offense. But holy shit, dude, you try to get freshman and sophomore kids to run at the triangle offense. <laughs> it is co- it's it's complex. way more complex it's than you complex. think. And people don't understand, like, like how it's supposed to open stuff up. But, like, dude, I hated it. I hated it so much. And so, like, I totally understand, like, the hatred for the triangle offense.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's my thing. I think ultimately, to kind of like wrap this whole thing up, I think ultimately, I what I was trying to get at with the with the Kawhi and Kyrie thing is like, I think they should hold on to him. I really think that they should hold on to him because one thing that Minnesota needs is not just to get into the playoffs, but like to move to move a step forward, yeah. like to win a series. You know what I mean? Like they won one game against Houston, which was crazy, and there was a Derrick Rose field <laughs> it was win, which is even Derek crazier. Um, I think that they should hold on to him for the season because at the end of it. If they lose him, they still have Cat, they still have Andrew Wiggins, yeah. and they can move some things around. I
0: have one last thing. Go ahead. They should have fired Tom Thibodeau when rumors were coming out that he wanted to sign the Wall Waldang, and they should have for sure fucking fired him as soon as they started inquiring about Joe Kim Noah. 100%. He I sh- I'm surprised he still Adam Silver
1: there. should have stopped the... Uh, the free agent signing. He's like, it's for basketball, basketball reasons. reasons. Yeah, <laughs> it's just no. <laughs> you can't see saying sign Luol day. I think it's so. Man, the thing is, it's a complex it he could situation. have trade Jimmy Butler to the Knicks for Joakim Noah, <laughs> and that's it. And the Knicks were the be salaries like, yeah. match up.
2: <laughs> that's true. That's true. Similar contracts. Um,
1: oh, know, I can't. Yeah, wait one for that except to one isn't
2: fucking terrible. Well, so here you know what's something that came up. Yeah,
1: Joakim Noah is amazing. Something defense. came up
2: recently about jimmy butler that had me thinking so there are some similar situations, or there's some similarities in the situations from when he left chicago and kind of the way things are ending in minnesota even though he didn't necessarily want to leave chicago per se but he wasn't happy with the front office whereas he's been very vocal about wanting to leave minnesota somebody and i forget who it was on one of the podcasts i was listening to and i also noticed this on twitter is like jimmy's game is the type of game where, like, yes, depending on who you ask, he's a top ten, top fifteen player in the NBA today, but he won't be in five years because of the way the style of play and the way that the NBA is evolving. Like, he is a pound the rock kind of guy, like go to the basket, get to the free throw line type of guy, and is a can shoot the mid range, not a great three point shooter, not a bad three point shooter, but essentially what I'm getting at here is like his contract is expiring this year. Now he's still pretty young; he's 28, 29. Um, I,
0: thought he, I thought he turned thirty this season.
1: Did he? No. Uh, no. Like, like old. he turns his, thirty this season. His birthday was like three days ago. I can't. Is that right? He can't yeah. be my age. I think he might be a little bit younger than me. Uh, here, though, I'm gonna look up on his.
2: So here's right? here's the reason I bring it up. This is now two situations where he's trying to get paid, one more time. He is 29, and he
0: did just turn 29. 29. So I was so, it. so he's my age.
2: So he's my age. Well, a little. He's a year behind. He's a year younger than me. But nonetheless, like, I think that his team, his his Jimmy Butler team, is going to the front offices of both Chicago and Minnesota and is asking them to pay him and I think there's a little bit of hesitancy to actually pay him. And I think that is driving his want and need to not to not stay in these environments where they're not gonna pay him the money that he thinks he's deserved. Yeah. And to some extent like two time all NBA in the last two seasons, like four time all star, all defense. Like yeah. he's he's earned his his past performance has earned him a good payday. However, it's none one of those things where it's like, do you want to get caught up in that situation where you pay for past performance and then are forced to then continue yeah. to pay for past performance? Also, like, what does he do that's
0: great? Defense. Defense. Well, no, 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 I meant on the offensive side of the ball, defense. Uh, de- if you don't know that Jimmy Butler I mean, plays good yeah. defense, and you have no business listening well,
2: to this
1: podcast. He can get he can
2: get a shot off at will. Like he is a yeah. he is a above average
1: ball handler. He's, he's a he's. Kind of a mid-range specialist, like a slashing mid-range. He specialist. and his
2: his like I said, he is a dying breed. Like yeah. his game is very similar to Dwayne Wade, like a Dwayne Wade, Kobe, Bryant, a Kobe Bryant, DeMar DeRozan, a DeMar, DeRozan. Demar Derozan. Thank you. Like I, I know, I'm going to go I, ahead and say
0: we'll say I'll say I'll I'll, I'll say Dwayne Wade and Demar Derozan.
2: Fine, but sure. let's not compare. Obviously. let's not compare again. We're not comparing. I'm saying the style no, of play, no, I'm style, style of play, like style mid-range, play, yeah. mid-range oh, jump ball you know specialty, like getting Andrew into the baskets. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins also plays a similar game. Yeah, it,
1: less effectively, but I know I know those mid range guys. They love I was, those, I was like, a mid range guy.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> Nikki was a, a mid range nothing. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: Nicky, n- middle of the bench guy. Uh, but yeah, like his play style is a dying breed, and I just like on the offensive end, like he can get to the basket at will because he's so fucking strong, and he can post up guys. Like he does have good post moves and kind of that turnaround jumper. He does have that. Elbow jumper from the mid range, and he can shoot threes well, but not great. Like he, I think maybe he's got like thirty six percent from three last year, maybe. Probably about that. I mean, it that's I'd be right in line with career numbers. Right. So yeah, like he's not he's like not a
1: five point seven or something. right. He's
2: not a great three point shooter by any means, but he is a good ball handler. He can get to the basket and he gets to the line. And in this in this day and age, like that is a useful skill yep. to some extent, um, especially with like how often fouls are called. I just think that that. That game does not age well, and no, that has shown not. to be the case.
1: I mean, um, yeah, we're, we're seeing it right now with Dwayne Wade. Right with guys like Dwayne
2: Wade, and I think there's a hesitancy to pay him. And the other awkward part is like because him and Tim have him and Tib Tibs have a good relationship. There's probably a hesitancy on Minnesota's side to also let go of Tibbs because Jimmy is your best player. Yeah, and if you do want to keep him kind of got to keep that guy happy
0: he shot i don't think that jimmy really has i don't i don't think that he would be that effective or affected with with Tim No, I, I don't disagree
2: no, with that i'm just saying either. that there is a relationship component there and also is, he
1: shot 350 from three last year so 35 percent so a yeah. little bit yeah a little bit below what i thought
2: yeah um in any case in other t wolves news and this is a little bit more light uh carltown senior is it's not that light suing the minnesota timberwolves <laughs> over that is not light it's not light at all. It's funny. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Keep saying what
2: you think is funny. He got he got crushed by the Minnesota Timberwolves mascot um, and is now injured
1: and is suing the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, for his injuries. I'm going to tell your boss that you think it's funny that someone has <laughs> got injured by their son's work oh, and it's going to sue them. Oh, before I forget, if he
2: does get traded, you think he's going to L.A.? Where do you think he's going? Jimmy,
1: uh, yeah, cuz I said the Clippers.
2: Yeah, I mean I think the or Trippers are the uh, the
1: Trippers. The, the Clippers
2: tripper.
0: are the most likely trade partner. Trade and Clippers got mushed up in my mouth there and the we trippers. got the Trippers, which is actually kind of a dope kind of a dope team name. Yeah. Right? Like uh what's his name? Uh, like Grayson Allen would mm-hmm. be the face of the the, of the, of the Los Angeles Trippers <laughs> oh, Um oh, that's a dead joke. That's good. Yeah, you like that. Um. Yeah, I mean, Clippers are probably the most likely trade partner. I think if he doesn't get traded, he signs with Brooklyn in the
1: offseason. Uh, unless he gets traded to the Knicks straight up for Joe Quinoa. Uh, it's a possibility, guys.
2: <laughs> uh, so here's here's what I think. I think that while he may be making demands... Everybody makes demands, and then they get traded elsewhere. Yeah. Um, Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Except for Kyrie, I guess. Kyrie definitely wanted to go to Boston, and that ended up working out. Mm -hmm. Although, there's been a lot of rumors about Kyrie and Jimmy wanting to play together, and wanting to play in New York, and wanting to play for the Knicks, and bringing that franchise out of the doldrums.
1: If that happened, do you think KD would, in fact, go over there? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Or would you think he would go over there even if it was just Jimmy?
2: I think he would go over there. I think that the rumors of him wanting to go to New York, regardless of whether they sign any of these other guys or trade for yeah. these guys, is legit. His agent is from New York, works for Rock Nation, is very close with Jay Z, and is also very close with many of the Knicks front office. <laughs> yeah. um, now, Jay Z's not affiliated with the Knicks. But I'm just saying, like in yeah. general, right? So he's in those sports circles. He's he's an agent and he's kind of like his business manager. Um and he used to work for the Knicks to some extent, so yeah. there are there's I a think lot that of connections. Would be fun,
1: there. but also it, I feel like that also would be very Knicksian of them to get like KD and Jimmy Butler, but they never win because eventually Jimmy Butler's game's gonna it's age possible, poorly. But you still
2: have Kristaps, even though he's coming off the a knee injury. This year. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot about Kristaps. Yeah, oh, which shit. everybody forgets about. Like if you put him and Jimmy together, that's an interesting. Uh, literally,
1: group. all I was thinking of was Jimmy and KD. Yeah,
2: like you might have to trade like Kevin Knox, Frank Ntilikina. Tim yeah, because if
1: Kyrie, KD, and Jimmy ended up over there with Kristaps,
2: well, Kyrie would be a
1: free agent signing. Yeah, I know so that helps. But I'm saying, and so would KD. Yeah, but it would I'm be that. That's an expensive core,
2: right? Um. So next topic, we did talk about D Wade a little bit, so I I wanted to bring this up because he did announce this week. So he signed his he signed a one year contract at the Miami Heat, and he did announce that this will be his final season in the NBA, and he is planning on retiring um, at the end of this. So. Yeah. The big question that I had was, so Kobe, when he retired and he announced his retirement, it was like this big retirement tour, and everywhere he went, they had something special for
1: him. So they had to say thank you for scoring Yeah, it was a lot. It,
0: he won't get, it. he'll get, there will be, you know, like, there will be some stuff around it, but, like, he's, Dwayne Wade is not Kobe. He does have a lot of
2: respect in the NBA.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I and I, I realize that, but I'm just, he's not, he's not Kobe. Kobe... Was like the NBA. There's a reason that every white dude everywhere throws garbage in a trash can and says Kobe, Kobe. every time. Like that. Like D- Kobe was like the face of the NBA. Dwayne Wade has never been the face of the NBA. True. Like Dwayne Wade is not getting the Mariano Rivera, the Derek Jeter. Right. The Kobe Bryant treatment he's not I mean like Paul Pierce Like I was say, that was didn't, didn't on a scale, scale
2: from, from Kobe Bryant to Paul Pierce where do we he's see 2080 he's closer to Kobe he's than closer
0: Paul to Pierce, Pierce. I completely for, su- for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not trying to compare this to by any means also on the other
1: spectrum from that his best bud LeBron James just announced he's signing a one year contract with the Toon Squad <laughs> I saw oh, that oh Christ I saw that yeah today. I saw it today I too I've actually got yo Ryan Cooley was directing it No, he's kind of excited oh is he I thought he was directing it it's directed by someone Else that I, I know who they are. Give me a second. I'm pretty excited. Um, look it up. It's by I think. Oh, never mind. I don't know who the director is. T. Nance. I thought that was. I think else. the
0: Dwayne Wade thing. I'm sad. I love Dwayne Wade. He's always been. He's been one of my favorite players for a long time. I really like him. um The decline in his game has been sad to watch. The one thing that always bummed me out about him is that he never, like, Michael developed an outside sh- and like. Look, I understand that Dwayne Wade is Michael Jordan, but like. Michael Jordan de- developed an outside shot late in his career, and right. it like helped a lot of his right. longevity. And like I think, like that is one of my biggest things about Dwayne Wade is that he never developed that part of his game, which I think would have we would have seen a, a better career from him in his twilight years. Yeah. So I'm sad to see him go. I think there's gonna be like send offs and that kind of thing, but it's it's not gonna be like the Kobe thing. Sure. I am really interested in seeing if they're going to let him take 90 shots in his last game.
2: Kind <laughs> i <laughs> outdo the man. So here's the thing about Dwayne Wade. Because I agree with you that he has not looked good since leaving Miami the first time. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, was, since leaving Miami. He was
1: all right over there for the uh the playoffs this last year. That's what I was going to say. say. So, so he looked to Miami. he
2: looked really good against the Sixers in the playoffs like it looked like vintage Dwayne Wade. Because it's short it's a short right. spurt, right. It was short like it wasn't it wasn't long. It wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't super High, I mean, it was high-intensity because it's playoffs, but, like, it was a shorter period of time, less games, and, like, he was able to make a bigger impact in a shorter period of time. Yeah. But he looked really, really good and impacted the games. Of, like, he won game one, or was it game one or game two? I think it was game, game two. Game, game, game two. Where he basically won that game for them, uh, you know, and dropped, like, 26 points. Like, he looked really good in the playoffs. I do agree, though, that he has not aged gracefully. My big thing with Dwayne Wade has been, since he left Miami, he got what he wanted out of his career for the most part. He's got three rings. You know, he's kind of, like... He's been in the MVP conversation a lot. Multiple, multiple time All-Stars, like... Stacked at cheese. Right. Like, he's he's made going his to be money. A Hall of Famer. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Like, he's, he's got, got what he Gabriel wants. Union. Right. Life's and good for And what him. happened was, is... When he left Miami... He went into post-career mode. Like, 100% went into post-career mode. Like... Thinking about like media opportunities, HGTV and, like, baby. Yes, like media opportunities. He did like and... that re,
0: like that rebranding of like his, his like his brand and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So it bothered me to see somebody of that stature. Because to your point, like again, he's not some
1: of this shit. Too. He's
2: not Michael Jordan and he's not Kobe Bryant. Both of those guys were like competitors to the bitter end. And Dwayne Wade over the last couple of years has kind of just phoned it in. Like when he went to Miami, they were like, "Bro, you have a you have ten percent body fat. What the fuck have you been doing?" You're a fucking professional athlete. Get your fucking shit together. Like, for a professional athlete... I now, wish Grant, I had 10 I body wish body. I had 20% body fat. I would kill for that. <laughs> but, like, for a professional athlete to literally just, like... When he was with the Bulls, and the same thing with Cleveland, the man did not practice. He was not eating well. Whoa, he was not... Well, we, we're not talking about the game. <laughs> we're talking about practice. I'm telling you... The man did not practice. He did not even like. There were guys on the cast who were like, "Yeah, we don't practice. Tyloo doesn't make us practice. We just kind of just like go and do our thing." No, no. Tyloo yeah. just makes faces. We don't.
1: We don't practice. If LeBron James is there, isn't there? We don't have to come. LeBron and he has is, a lot of meetings.
2: Right. LeBron didn't want to, he's got something to do with Samsung. So he's busy.
1: Well, also
0: Allen Iverson is Tyron Lue's daddy. So like, that's true. I mean, Allen <laughs> like, Iverson, do Iverson doesn't. Allen Iverson doesn't
2: practice. So Tyloo doesn't Ty either. Like, Yo, if you don't practice, I don't practice. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's sad to see a guy of his stature who was like top five in the NBA for the longest time.
1: Yeah.
2: um, Kind of just phoned it in for three years. And I think he made the right decision in calling it a retirement after this season and leaving it all on the table in Miami. Like, I think it's a nice way to end his career because it's just, yeah, it's, it's been very evident that he's, very much ready for retirement. Yeah. Like his kids are both in high school. His oldest son is a pretty good high school basketball player. I think he wants to be more involved in their lives. They're back and settled in Miami. You know, gabrielle Union's got a bunch of movies that going on, so he's going to be kind of like stay at home dad now for a little bit. And he's probably going to do some media. He's he's very personable. He's a handsome dude. Like I could see them doing an HGTV type
1: show or something on line or something. Oh, they did. They did. It was one episode. Oh, I forgot about that. They flipped that. a house. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's
2: he's it's gonna a have a life. lot of like media obligations that are out. like he's gonna be like the Michael Strahan of the NBA. Oh, for sure. Like that's how I see him kind of being. I, I see him doing. Yeah, that's a
0: really good. That's comparison. what I see from
2: him. That's I see him being one. like the Michael Strahan of the NBA because he's personable know, and he's clearly about his business, yeah. and I respect it. I really do. Um, in other notes, so we did talk about this a little bit pre-show. SI came out with their top 100. Um, list of nba players and i have several grievances and tad has several grievances so we're gonna get into the I list got a lot a of bit. problems with you people <laughs> we're gonna get into the list a little bit um and i want to just talk about like grievances things that you notice by looking at the list um and just major i guess major um people that got left out or people that were w- way too high or too low discrepancies um, and then I'd like to get into the top ten and see if we're all on the same page as who is the Anything top ten. Anything
1: swinging and for you, Ted? Dirk at 96. Too low or I Just too
2: high?
0: way too, like high, too high. You
2: don't think he's one of the top 96 players in the NBA? No, not anymore. He can't play defense. Do he doesn't. He's slow on offense. Do like, you think he is
0: one of the do, top oh, 100 one. players in the NBA? No, I don't. I okay. don't. I really don't. Not so anymore. Let me ask you this
1: question. Real quick, there's a question I want to ask because it's something him and I had to, had to have a talking to over. Uh... 99 is Brooke Lopez. Do you think Dirk should be higher? No, or? I don't. I don't think Brook should be higher than I don't think Dirk should be higher than Brook Lopez.
0: Okay, so and you know, if, Lopez if you have listened to this more. podcast, you know how I feel about Brooke Lopez.
2: He might be a nice person, but he's not a good basketball player. I <laughs> Brook Lopez. Just I got a think, couple more points though. <laughs> I think that Dirk Nowitzki is appropriately positioned on this list for two reasons. He, he can still get you 15 points a game easily. Like he absolutely can. He's been a nothing on defense for a long time. So that's that's no new news. I know, but it's it's gotten to the point where it is it's it's so bad that it
0: negates anything he does on the offensive end.
2: In a lot of ways, last year was a really rough year for him. Twelve points a game, five point seven rebounds, not a banner year in the Novitsky household. <laughs> however, however, there is a there is a need to talk about his impact on the team and not just his on court production. Like, he is 100% still able pr- to produce at a level that is expected for a guy who has a very reasonable salary considering how long he's been on that team and how much he probably should have been paid throughout his career. Yeah. Like, a guy who has always been there to, like, say, go get your free agents and then come back to me and we'll figure out the salary after that. Um, he can still do his thing on the pick and roll. Like, he can still pop and get his shots. He can. He can. I, I'm not. I'm not rolling my eyes in disagreement with you. And I would argue that, like, I think he's more valuable than Damari Carroll, who's one spot below him. I think he's more valuable than him to the Nets. Yeah,
0: and I mean, Damari Carroll is another one I had an issue that. with. So, like, I just – I mean, the hard thing is is there's, like, what? There's 314 players or 315 players, like I think, on, the, on NBA Something rosters. Like and so there's 215 guys that, like, just obviously, like, are really not – um,
2: that good, right? Just yeah, borderline fringe NBA players.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird to think that, that but but like um, so this is this this list is pretty much a third of the NBA, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. So if they and, wanted to, the midpoint of the season, they could do the middle one, the, uh, and then the, the third one by the end of it. The yeah.
0: hardest thing for me here is like I don't know that he's a hundred, but the problem I have is like I'd have to really then start fucking digging through other players, sure, and like figure out I don't know like. Like Luke Rashard and Bob Motte, like gives you more on both ends of the court than Dirk does he's, currently.
2: He's higher. He's higher on, on the list. Up, yeah.
0: I didn't know he was on the list. He is on <laughs> absolutely. It. Yeah, on that's an list. oversight on my part. I scrolled.
1: I skimmed the list <laughs> just um, before we got on here. So no, that when we started, they heard us skimming through it. Right. Um, but I have a question. Yes. Who do you think is the 315th ranked player in the NBA? <laughs> Who do you think is Mr. Uh, forgettable? Right? Is that what it is for the NFL when you're the last one drafted? Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. That's what
2: it is. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant is probably whoever was Mr. Irrelevant in this year's draft. Who is
0: last on Orlando's bench? <laughs> I, you're the one who should right. know. There is Orlando oh.
2: or, or Atlanta. I
0: yes. was. <laughs> I looked at this. Was I was talking about this uh, with some guys uh, during work today? And yeah, there if you put was all the teams in the South. There was, East together.
1: There was a you player. Play on Orlando's roster, I mean they get they get the heat. So. Yeah, yeah. But, it's, uh, but think about it. It's like Atlanta, Orlando, yeah. Miami. Miami.
0: Timofey Mozgov is probably the 315th ranked player in the <laughs> NBA. I would argue that Omar Rashik is probably lower true. on that list. <laughs> Jarrell Martin is Omer Rashik still on an NBA roster? Uh, he's, he's on Bulls.
2: the Bulls, buddy. He is yeah. very much on the Bulls. I feel so but bad. Like not at for, least not. Like,
1: don't worry, it's not have not for long. Tibbs is gonna fucking get him. <sighs> Who's worse, Andre Ingram or
2: Omar Rashik? Yeah. Omer Sheik.
1: Omer Sheik can't even keep down like a
2: milkshake. Andre Ingram played 10 games in the NBA last year. Yeah. I don't at, care. Like, I'd, r- I'd rather have him. <laughs> and it was his only 10 games in his NBA career? Yeah, I'd still rather have so him. 33-year-old. Uh, yeah, other than NBA. like a,
0: a plodding Turkish center. Like yeah.
2: Let me ask you guys this one. I have a problem with Nicholas Batum at 73 when Brandon Ingram is at 75. Thoughts? Oh, I like
0: Nicholas Batum more than Brandon Ingram. But I
2: am a known You're crazy. I am a known Brandon Ingram hater. Let me read you let me read you some of his, uh Nicholas Batum's stats from last season because he was how do you what, what do you what do you say? Trash. That's my that was my tab. <laughs> that was my tab. You gotta he, have a little more base. He was so incredibly terrible last year. Let me read off these numbers for you. Uh he shot 34 percent from three, a career low. He scored eleven point six. Points per game last year, which, considering his contract, that motherfucker makes more than Jimmy Butler, dude. Like that my motherfucker sucks. That contract has not aged well. Shout out to Michael Jordan for being terrible at being a president Why of basketball. Did you say Jimmy Butler that way? I'm just saying, like Butler, Jimmy Butler, dude, Jimmy Butler. Like, my man had a 52.1% true shooting, um, in comparison to like. He was on the same level as like Evan. Taylor.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm actually gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna walk that back because I've always just kind of liked Nick Batum, but like he's like a career like 41% shooter. He he
2: Which had his first great. season when they traded for him from Portland in in Charlotte when they went to the playoffs and they like made that deep run. Yeah, he was really good for them, and then they paid him, and he he just he just that, hasn't been shit. Now he's been injured. He's had some injuries. I mean, his
0: first season though, even still, he averaged 15 points and shot 43% from the floor. Like, that's sure. not... He's got some other numbers to back it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, all right, I'll, also, I'll walk
2: it back. He's also a defensive player now. Brandon Ingram, who is twenty years old, by the way. Yeah, he's twenty years old. I think old. my
1: thing is just because he he's not as established. He doesn't. He's a, he's a very big question mark. He's, I think he's going to be amazing, but like, I just. I, do you think this is the year he makes the jump? I think that having
2: LeBron makes anybody better, and I think that one of the things that Brandon Ingram has the ability to do, but hasn't had the ability to really do effectively yet, is shoot the three. Yeah. Like he hasn't had somebody because here's the thing, especially last year when Lonzo went went down. Brandon Ingram's a good ball handler, and he he basically became their point guard last year. Yeah, like he became their point guard, and he pretty much played the two most of last season to to some extent, like on offense. Um, because he was their best ball handler after Lonzo went down. So now you bring in a guy like LeBron, who can stand next to Lonzo, and be the primary Roger ball Rondo. handler. You have Rondo. Like, there's guys that can get him the ball, and I think it's going to open up parts of his game that we still haven't seen yet because those teams have not been well equipped to really make him shine. I think this is a boomer bust year for him. It's like I, I it's love like, Brandon Ingram.
0: It's like if like this year, I'm, I'm like I'm still willing to like set aside some bias because like I like his like first year or two like not and I think like I have a little bias there is like I'm I'm, like already disappointed by like how he's been but like this is only his third season
2: right this will be his third season upcoming yeah this will be his third season he has, that's, that's what I'm saying like his first his, like, yeah.
0: his first like I would say probably his first like year and a half yeah sure I've been disappointed. Sure, I should yeah. say his, and his and
2: rookie season was rough his his rookie season was uh, really rough, rough. so yeah. I'm, I'm really like year three is usually the
0: year where guys like kind of turn the corner yes. and so like if he turns the corner like I'm willing to change my opinion yes. on him where obviously we have a ton of fucking Lakers games on prime time so we'll get to watch oh, a a bunch 42 of
1: them. right we'll get them. yep 42. 42. Over half their season is on primetime. Um, um, uh, so also just like to, to the meaning of life. So I'd also just okay. like to note that... <laughs> there it is. That's the meaning of life. Lakers primetime <laughs> games.
2: I'd also like to note that Dwight Howard is 69. That's all. Uh, nice. That's, uh, all that makes, <laughs> that's all I got. They, they probably did that. Number, no, that's but all I, all I, I have do.
1: one really quick. Uh, 47, Jalen Brown... 39, Jason Tatum. Great one. I'm, I'm glad you brought that one up, because that's another Dang. one that's like... Because I saw Jalen Brown. I was like, wait, where the fuck's Jason Tatum? He's definitely got to be on this list. So here's the question I have.
2: Are people too high on Jason Tatum?
1: I think people are underestimating Jalen Brown. I completely
2: agree with that. J- J- Jalen Brown is... Like, if you look at his career arc and the numbers he's putting up, both on offense and defense, he is having a similar trajectory. similar trajectory to a... Like a Kawhi Leonard, Paul George type, like very similar careers. Like middle, well not middle of the draft. He got drafted there overall, but like he's like lanky, does it on both ends, shoots the three well, like can get to the basket. He does a lot of things really well, and he's having a very similar career arc. I don't know that he'll ever get to the Kawhi level, but I could see him getting to a Paul George level. I really could see. That's I think exactly he'll be. I, see an, I think he'll is. be an All Star this year. I think he'll be an All Star in the East. And
1: I think all four of those guys. Are I, I really
2: think that he their, their is. Their entire starting
1: five might be. be it's possible. This it's year. possible,
2: but like I think that he is very, very undervalued. I also think that Jason Tatum's playoff performance might be clouding some people's judgment as to like. Oh, it's, it's what uh, he's going to do this it's, season.
0: It's recency biases. Mm-hmm. I that thing that happens like during the NCAA tournament every year, where like this kid like has like a run, like a team has a run, and they're led by somebody like Trey Trey Burton a prime example of that like, I also uh,
1: I mean I think I, he's doing a lot better now but at the time I thought Kemba Walker was one of those guys Kemba what? Walker's an author I love Kemba oh, Walker oh I know but when he God. got drafted
0: I loved, I loved Kemba, Kemba Walker, Walker is ta- 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 no, ta- ra- yes he is he's so fucking overrated holy overrated. shit dude I'm not going to get into this cuz this this the, we could literally have an episode where I will I will fight you. I will come across the table and I'll murder you. <laughs> give give over me give me Walker. Hold on.
2: Give me your case for why cuz I'm going to where's Campbell Walker on this list? Now I'm going to see where he's at. He's on a that below
0: average shooter. While well, you're looking He's a high that. volume guy. <laughs> His teams do not win. They don't win ga- like he doesn't win
2: games. Mm. One other person I think is also an in- Hold on, let me
0: finish. I'm going to get to that I'm, I'm, I, Look, I can, I'm not getting into the Kemba Walker thing. I want to talk about Jason Tatum. Okay? I want to talk about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. All right? I've been sitting here. I've been chomping at the bit. I want to talk about Jason Tatum. Let's go. Jason Tatum suffers from recency bias from his playoff performance. However, Jason Tatum... Looks like the fucking quintessential basketball player. 100%. He can yeah. shoot, 100%. he can play underneath, he can handle the ball. He's a good defender. Like there is so much to love about his game. We just haven't seen enough right. of it. So I think we need to sh- temper
2: expectations a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. Could yeah. not agree more. Yeah.
0: And I but I, I don't think the gap between them is eight players large. I also think Jalen Brown should probably be ranked a little bit higher. And that's coming from a guy who was not high on him when he got drafted at three. No, I wasn't was. either. No.
2: Nobody was. Most people were like, what? Well, I, will, I thought he this. needed another year. Yeah. Most yeah. people did, because he had a really bad season at Cal. Like, he was just not good. He was that very way. inefficient, um, and he was supposed to be much better than he was. I know uh, we... Oh, look, go, ahead, look, go ahead. I
1: want to say, uh, my Kiwi son, Steven Adams, at 38. I'm just happy about that one. That's wow, good. Steven Adams that's, 38. that's a little high. That's really high. That's you high. think so? Yeah. Oh, I. he's got so much fucking value. He, he does, yeah, he is 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 a no it, he's a valuable player. I just don't know if he's a... He's... He, he's averaging, I think, he averaged 12 rebounds a game last year, but if I'm not mistaken, it was 7.8 were offensive. No, that's impossible. There's no way. 7.8 no might have been defensive. That would, that would,
2: be, a, that would be an, an NBA, NBA record. record. A I shattering. I think he
1: had the record.
2: No. Let there's no way out. he had 7.8 offensive rebounds. If he I does, time. I will eat this microphone. That's Don't true. eat the microphone. I'll watch Tad eat that microphone. <laughs> you'll <laughs> all listen to <laughs> so it. You'll get to listen to me It'll eat his bad. microphone. While you're looking that up, I have one more person on this list. Derek. I have an egregious one, one that I think is egregious. Okay, let me, t- let me say this one, and then we can talk <laughs> Actually, about Actually, I this. have two. Two that <laughs> I think are egregious. Derek Favors is number 51 on this list. Derek Favors is number 51 on this list, and he is in front of – are you ready for this? He is in front of Christoph Porzingis, which I get to some extent because he's coming off the ACL. He is in front of Eric Bledsoe, which had, he had a very I'm bad – I'm fine process. with both of those. Okay. He is in front of Dario Saric. I'm
0: fine with that too, body of work. Body of work, body of work, body of work, body of work.
1: Nope, nope, nope. I don't know. Also, uh, the 7.8 was the total rebounds he had last year. Last year he had 5.1 offensive rebounds. That's That's impressive. impressive. That's impressive. He literally, all he does is box out so like freaking Russell Westbrook can get the rebound and run, and then on offense he's just, I got it, don't worry about it. I got it, don't worry about it. And literally all of his points are coming off of his own fucking putbacks. He's got that
2: Haka rebounding. Yeah. Uh, He is in front of, Derek Favors is in front of Jamal Murray. That's, See, that's All right. Dumb. That's ridiculous. I, I Jamal like, Murray is the second best player on the Nuggets and is an, a, a, an emerging young star in the NBA. Right. The keyword
0: here is emerging.
2: emerging. So like body but, of work,
0: body of work, body of work.
2: What what body of work are, are we are we here to speak about in terms of Derek Favors? He's he has been a super hard letdown after being the number five pick in the draft. He has been just okay with with Didn't the he go three. He might have gone three, but he got. He went by the out of Nets. Boogie. He went three. Boogie went oh, four. You're right. right. Yeah. You're right. So like, he's been a huge letdown as a draft pick. He's been.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that a number three pick. If right. you're a number you three,
2: just said he went in front of Boogie. How is that not a letdown? That boogie sucks. Stop. All right. Stop. <laughs> boogie sucks. Ooh, why do we? Why do we invite him to be on this podcast? Really?
1: Boogie. Boogie sucks. puts
0: up big numbers on bad teams. Look at how good the fucking Pelicans were when he went down I'm, last season.
2: I'm not talking about like. I'm not talking about. His ability to take a team to the playoffs or like be impactful on a team, he's a phenomenal basketball player. He's way better than any other center in the league. He just is.
0: Anthony Davis is a better center. Okay, fair enough. Yeah,
2: that's very true. Fair enough. Here's my point. He's also in front of Joe Ingles. Now, this list... Oh my
0: god, no. This
2: list, Dude, we're not... Joe Ingles had fucking one good year. Let me let me make my point. My point is, is that the, the intent of this list is to rank guys based on the impact that they will have on their teams this season. Derek Favors got played off the floor during the playoffs. He pretty much can't play next to Rudy Gobert, who is their staple player on the defensive end. They have to play him in smaller ball lineups because he can't play next to Rudy. And yeah, he's just he, there is no body of work to speak of. He's been just an average okay like fifteen
0: and nine a game. Last year he averaged twelve and seven. I, okay, I'm sorry. I, his career aver- numbers are like fifteen and nine.
2: No, he's been a, he's been a good defensive player. He you can't really put him next to Gobert, which hurts him. Um, and yeah, he's just like I, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm disappointed in that one. He's one spot above Devin Booker, which
1: is ridiculous. What do you think, De- uh, Donovan Mitchell at 34? Because he's right above Clint Capella, who's 35. I'm okay with that. You okay with those two? Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's great man. They're, I mean, they're impactful to their teams. I'm not I am not They have wrong.
2: Gary Harris higher, lower on this list than or at 44 in comparison to 55 for Jamal Murray. That seems wrong to me.
1: I think this. I mean, I think we said this a little bit in the beginning. Also, though, Chris Middleton, twenty eighth. So, yeah. Well, you had two guys, though, right? A two. Oh, yeah. Which one are your two? So,
0: first and foremost, most egregious is De- DeAndre Jordan at forty three.
1: Okay. Do you think he should be higher? Or Way lower? lower. Lower. Okay.
0: What does De- What does DeAndre Jordan do? He's slow. He's a fucking liability when he's on the floor. All you have to do is foul him. You can win games by fouling DeAndre Jordan. Man,
2: but his defensive ability on that team is going to be huge because of the young Yeah, it
0: changes things for fucking sure. I don't deny that. But, like, holy fuck, at 43... I would take half of the guys that you just named ahead of DeAndre Jordan.
1: Oh, that's a stretch, man. Yeah, I was about to say you have a lot of people that, that you want lower. Who's on your list? Oh, I'll tell you who is egregiously no, I don't do I'll it tell I don't you want who
0: it. is egregiously too low. <clears throat> JJ Redick is rated at uh, 62. Right. 62. <laughs> yeah.
2: 62. Did you, you think, want him to be do at 69? You think JJ Redick is more valuable than DeAndre Jordan? Of fucking course I do. To the team that he's on? No chance, man. It's Don't out sure. it's outrageous. It's egregious. It's preposterous. Keep in mind, listeners, that Tad has yeah, yeah, a, a framed der- uh, uh J.J. Reddick jersey in his apartment. Uh and a shrine uh with locks of his hair and okay. a fake tattoo slab the sleeve that he wears on Halloween.
0: Okay, now a couple things. Number one, first and foremost, the jersey is also signed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the clarity. Number two number two, uh there's a picture in the frame of him when he broke the all time uh ACC three point or NCA excuse me uh, three mm. point record, um, so there's a there's a, a couple things for you. Um, number two, dude, he's better than a lot of those guys that are rated ahead of him. He's better than them. Body of work, body of work, body of work. Mm. I'll fight body of work mm. till the day I die. Mm. Mm.
1: You, you Unless there's
0: that? a man named Body of Work and I don't want to fight <laughs> that person.
1: Chris Middleton's 28. So this is this is a question that because earlier you said that some people were saying that he was too low. Yeah. So like on an
2: episode we did a couple weeks ago, we talked about guys who could potentially, if given their own opportunity, like run a team and ask the question of whether or not they could. I did not. I was not in the. I was not of the thought process that Chris Middleton could like have his own team. Yeah. I don't know that he's that type of guy.
1: I'm just going to do this for the couple people ahead of him to see where you figure out. Where to you guys? All of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, these guys could run their own team, unlike Chris Middleton." Or just is he better than them? Because yeah, 27 is Bradley Beal. Mm, I take Bradley Beal. You take Bradley. 20- yes, I take Bradley Beal. You know why? <clears throat> Body of work. <laughs> 26 I, is obvious. It's Ben Simmons. Yeah, I take Ben Simmons. 25 yeah, is Ben Simmons.
2: Is 26? Yeah.
1: 25. I, do, I don't is mind Gordon that. He can't shoot. Who? Gordon Hayward is 25th. See, Now that's a little that's crazy. I take I'd wild. still take Gordon Hayward over to Chris Middleton. I wouldn't. He, all he way, ran his I own
0: wouldn't.
2: he ran a team in Utah and he was good. Sure, but he's also coming off of a very serious injury. And Chris Middleton does it on both sides of the yeah. court. John Wall's twenty four. I do have a bit of an issue with that. I think I think I would take I, one. I would take Bradley Beal over John Wall based yeah. on Same. last year's. I would take Ben Simmons over John Wall. The problem with
1: Bradley Beal though is injury history. Sure, sure. So Marcus Aldridge twenty one. I'm okay with that.
2: 21, 21. I'm yeah. okay with that. I still, I think I would take Ben Simmons over all those guys. Okay, this is one
1: that I, I
2: think Ben Simmons is a top 20 player in the NBA.
1: I understand why this guy is here, but I think he's a little too high. Victor Oladipo, 20. Uh, I say okay he's too it. high.
0: Body work, too high based on body. Like one good season, yes. That's I that and that I love Victor. Sure. I really, truly do. Sure.
2: What I'm saying though is that like it's it's the impact that they expect him to have this season and. He is, they are building that team around him. They are, they've built that team around him. Like that entire offense runs through him.
1: I like what they did for 19 and 18. It's the two guys that people constantly are comparing to each other 19, Carl Anthony Towns. 18, can you guess? Jaleel Okafor. No, <laughs> didn't make the list. He might be number three. <laughs> <laughs> Nikola might.
2: Jokic. Ooh, okay. So Jokic is ahead
1: of cap? He's 18, yeah.
2: I still, I like watching Nikola Nik, Jokic. Oh, he's fucking phenomenal. I to really watch. do. I still am torn as to whether or not, like, people, like, p- basketball people that I trust, that I, like, respect their opinions, love Nikola Jokic. And I get it to some extent. But when I watch him, I'm just like. The eye test is boring. I'm, I. People hold him in such high regard where I'm like, I, I want to hold him there, but I just don't see it. Yeah. And granted, I have. I am. I do not have an NBA-trained eye. I am not somebody who has a history of watching basketball and can eva- evaluate players to that extent. Yeah. I just don't see it.
0: Uh, I, I, I'm i just always hesitant on the big man thing. Like, I just I really am. Sure. Like, it just, like, in, in today's game, like, you can't, like, your big man can't be your number one option and your best player. He just can't. Like... Yeah. I mean, there's exceptions to that rule, oh, right. like Anthony Davis. It, 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 but right. Anthony Davis is so far from a fucking. Yes, he's yeah. a freak. Like, like Anthony Davis, like, has, like, to some degree changed the way that, like, big men yeah. should be. Like, similarly to how, like, LeBron changed, like, wing players. Right. Like, like, before LeBron, like, 6'8, 260 pound wing players were fucking unheard of. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, right.
0: but Anthony Davis is just such a physical freak that, like,. It doesn't count, but, like, I look at all the teams whose, like, best players are, like, are like big men, and, like, n- like what do most of them do? Like, nothing. I'm yeah. so, I'm just...
1: Well, with you saying that, here's the next four on the list. 17, Kyrie Irving. 16, Al Horford. 15, Damian Lillard. Al Horford, is at 16? 14th, Rudy Gobert. I get Rudy Gobert. I love Al
2: Horford.
0: I love Al Horford too, but he's not the 16th best player in the league. But again, he's it goes back to like Kyrie the player, value
2: man. that he yeah, stands because They offer got Draymond team, like, on at 13. His entire like he without him last year, that defense falls apart. Well, yeah, I couldn't agree and with you also, more. I love Al Horford. I've loved him since he played at Florida. And much of their offense runs through him too because he's such a good passer. Good pass. Yeah. He's he a great a lot. passer. He makes But a he's l-
0: not he's not better than Ky- Like not ahead of Kyrie. Mm. Rudy
2: Gobert can't be ahead of Kyrie either. Draymond Green shouldn't be ahead of Kyrie. That like, I that I disagree with. I think I think Draymond Green doesn't get. I, I think he gets. So, I, I think, think
0: Draymond Green's biggest problem is an image perception where yeah, like people don't like him because sure. he's a dickhead right. Ooh, and because we've images, seen his penis also.
2: Here's one uh, who his, his what do we call it an ombre penis? <laughs> he he has yeah, That's a just, weird. Black and white cookie it's penis. Really weird
0: <laughs> thing he's got. Going <laughs> on Yo, where can you get like, this kind of hard analysis?
2: <laughs> this is bad. Speaking Not any other podcast. Dipped his dick in out. Uh just a tip. It's like a, it's like, cool. a
1: like a vanilla yogurt pretzel stick. <laughs> so uh, speaking of image, Uncle Dennis comes in at number twelve, Kawhi Leonard. Uh and then number
0: o- I, I like I like that Jay and I picked up on that immediately, but I don't know that the average person <laughs> would pick
1: yeah, up on that. That's why Apple I said Apple. Kawhi Leonard. Uh, yeah, and know. then number eleven, Paul George. Is Paul George ahead of Kawhi Leonard? I guess going into Only this, season, because, we don't yeah, know. We isn't. don't
2: know who, who Kawhi is going to be. We don't, be don't even this
1: know year. if he's going to show up. He'll
2: show up. No, he said he, he's, all, he's, all all the stuff out of the, his camp is that he's loving Toronto. Very positive. Very positive Everyone so does. far. A um, here's a question. So I'm glad you got to that because now yeah, we're, we now we're getting in into top the top ten. 10. Um, and I think twelve is a good place to start. At the by the end of the season, is Kawhi back in the top five yes. conversation?
0: Easily, yeah, 100. percent I have zero doubt. He always is.
2: We, <laughs> no doubt, right? for that yeah. one. So that's so. Let's start here then. So I want to start from the top and and go down from there. So LeBron's number one. No but Can we, we talk about
0: eleven who should be in the top ten? In my opinion, you Paul think Paul George, George should be a top ten? 10? I one hundred percent see.
2: But you and I disagree on this in terms of like whether or not he's better than Jimmy Butler. Oh, because I, I think he is better than Jimmy. Right, Butler. and I know that, and I, and of course I'm biased because I've been a huge Jimmy Butler fan for a long time. Yes. I still do think that Jimmy Butler. This season has a much larger impact on his team than Paul George stands to make on his team.
1: If he leaves the Timberwolves,
2: going back to what we said I mean, said look what made. happened last year that when he went down. Over. When he was injured, it was over for that team.
1: And Unless that team should have so much steps better. Up.
2: Yeah. Well, and and yeah, like, Cat couldn't carry them. Wiggins couldn't step up. Jimmy Butler is like number crucially important list. to that team. Like, crucially important to that team. Um,. But I do love Paul George, and I actually think he's going to have a great season this year.
0: I have a – I do – I can't wait to get through this top ten either because I have a hot take that might burn the
2: studio to the ground. Why don't you burn the studio down? No, it's, no, no. We're gonna year. go one through. We're gonna go one through five. Okay. Or one this, through ten. This will be interesting. I'm interested to see where this goes. Okay. So LeBron is number one. Any objections there?
0: No. LeBron no. should win MVP every year. I'll stand by that until the end of time. He's
1: my pick this year, by the way. He's 100. percent Should
0: have won it last year. Should have won it the year before. Sure as shit, should have won it the year
1: Derrick Rose won MVP. The only other person I think might be able to get <laughs> it for this year is uh, Anthony Davis.
2: So let's let's keep scrolling on the list. Number two Sorry. is KD. Where sure.
0: Anthony Davis should be
2: at number two. Huh. Based on what I, t- I
1: just said, that's exactly how I feel. He should be up there. So, mm, if not two, that then is three. that is
0: that is like don't even come in the kitchen. If not two, I, then
1: three. I'm i I'm actually I'll say it. He's fifth, and that's bullshit. Ah, uh, so who's fourth? Harden. Harden's fourth, and third is Steph Curry right now on this list. That's I would five. I would
0: honestly go. But mm.
1: So body of work. <laughs>
2: Oh, Christ. I mean, am I Man, right? Dude, how relevant is that now? <laughs> now, hold on. What I mean. Playoff success. Prior to going to Golden State. MVP. Prior to Golden, golden State. Multiple time scoring champ. Prior to golden, going to Golden State. Now has two finals MVPs. I'm going to throw a, an argument back in your face now. We're talking about the impact they have on their team. Agreed. Oh, agreed. You guys are good at this. Agreed. However, many people would argue... Many people argue, easy
0: Donald. Many people are saying, (laughs) tremendous people are saying (laughs) over
2: over the last two seasons. Over the last two seasons, like season one, he had some injuries, so he had some trouble getting into the roster or into the lineup early in the season. But that playoff run, like I don't think they beat Cleveland in that finals without KD. I think KD literally carried them through that finals. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot to be said there. And last year, and last year, Steph was injured for a large portion of the season, and they leaned on KD for the entirety of the season, to carry them to the playoffs. Now, they did not finish with the number one overall seed. Totally fine. They still made it to the finals. Yeah, I don't give a shit about them. that. When you're no, like does. the Warriors, who gives yeah. a fuck? But I'm just saying, like, they, he carried them last year for the entirety of the season. He's incredibly important to that team. He's the glue of not only their offense, but also their defense. And he is more so impactful than Steph because of his ability to do it on a defensive end as well. I do agree that Anthony Davis's impact on his team is greater than than Kevin Durant's because of the core and the surrounding staff and the support staff that's around him but body of work (laughs) I think KD is is the second most talented player in the NBA I think that his body of work says so he has been an MVP candidate and MVP winner rookie of the year
1: his mother was a real MVP
2: Two, two time finals MVP two time NBA champion now those things are a little bit more whatever but He's carried a team, like he's carried a team, and can still do so. He carried the team last year. Yeah, I mean, I I can't, um, I can't,
0: I really can't argue. Like, I mean, I can't argue with that. And like, I think there's also a little like I just hate Kevin Durant, and
2: and I I don't, I don't, I don't think that Anthony Davis at three is
1: crazy.
0: No, I think that's what I was just about to say. Like, if we're (laughs) like, I think that we could, I could confidently say, like, fine, Kevin Durant two. But like Anthony Davis at three for fucking sure, and then
1: Steph Curry Although, four, five is James Harden. Are we? Do we? Hmm. Oh, do we flip that? Oh, oh well, they I, no, got no, no. Steph Curry three on this list. I would, I would, run, I would take
0: Curry over Harden easy any day of the week without question. Because mm. I think we, I think we, I was just actually about to make a point about that too. Is that I think we underrate Steph Curry because of the last two years where he's played with Kevin Durant. Like, I think there's been some degree that, like, we forget when they won that finals without him. Dude, look, he was so – he's so fucking good. And he's actually, like, for as small as he is, is, like, not a bad defender. Right, yeah. And, like – He's he's so good. I think we honestly, I, I truly honestly believe this is a real thing, is that people get what I like to refer to as greatness fatigue. Where, like, That's for example, point. LeBron goes out and scores 25 points in a game, and people are like, well, he shot 11 of – you know 26 from the floor and it's like fuck yeah he did and that's a fucking pedestrian night for LeBron and most people most NBA players would kill to have that kind of performance and it's like I think that people get like fatigued on it and I think with all the success and I think I'm a little guilty of this with my Kevin Durant take is that I'm a little guilty of this too because like yeah he's on this such fucking good team and it's like okay whatever and so I think like I, I just like Dude, James Harden does not move the needle one fucking iota for me. Like I like, he's obviously fucking very good, oh, but like yeah. he just does so much stupid shit. He doesn't fucking play defense. All he does is he throw...
2: Was much better on the defensive end.
0: Of oh, show. fine, think, I'll give think, you that because Chris Paul got in his ass and was like, him, yeah. But then also sure. like he he like his his game is so gimmicky. It's like, oh look, I went to the, the basket and I threw the ball in the air and like hit somebody. Sure. Or they do. He does that stupid fucking thing where he like rips his arms around as your hand mm-hmm. is in front of him and he, he gets a yeah. foul. Like, yeah. it's like Steph Curry fucking goes out and just murders fools that's on a, a fucking nightly basis. That's 100% fair. So, so would
2: you, I'm I sorry,
1: got, I'm getting a little riled. At six, we got Giannis. I'm good with that. you okay I'm, with that? I'm great I'm with that. Seven, we got Russell Westbrook. Overrated. Uh, no, stop. I mean, he blew out his knee again or something, whatever. He had knee yeah, surgery, yeah, so, right? so I, up, think be I think he might be down a little bit.
0: I just think there's just... Okay, he's top 10 for sure, but it's on the back end of the top 10.
1: I don't know. Well, here is the back end. 8 Chris Paul, 9 with uh Joel Embiid and then 10 J- Jimmy Butler. So see, sh- here's are we sure Chris Paul's still a top 10 player in the NBA I yes, don't think so. I would say no? Unquestionably no? i, think I throw Dude, I he
2: won them playoff series last year. He's also coming off of a hamstring injury that Fine, that's totally fine, but dude, like and he's yes. In what age 34 season? Two? Yeah. 32?
1: Th- right? I think 30. I don't you know, know how he might old he might be the is. same as he might be 32. I think um, worried. but he, uh, I actually would have put him in eleven, and put Paul George at, at ten. And then Westbrook pump, or uh, or, 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 uh, or No, Chris Paul. Paul, Chris Paul. I think Chris Paul. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think he's great, but the, those are other guys that I think are better than him. Thirty.
0: He is. He is thirty three. Turned thirty three in May. Okay. okay. So he'll so be 34 thirty
1: four during the season. Recently. No, it'll at,
2: be 33. at, at the end, end of He'll be thirty
1: four. Like the during the, the playoffs, will be. 34. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah,
2: yeah, So at the end of the season, he's gonna be thirty four. He's coming off a pretty serious injury that also stopped him from playing. Well, not also stopped him, but he
0: the, had, the thing had a lot of injuries. Over people last forget year. he can still take over games. Oh, he can still dominate. Yeah, Here is
1: literally I, the first I, sentence that they have uh, really? for Chris. Oh, well, it says the implicit framing of the top 100 is this Who are the players who really matter in the games that matter most? And then Paul jumps near the top of the list. So that's, yeah, that's like, he that's, knows how to fucking do it. That's I, I, But
0: here's the thing. Here is what I would say. To your actually great point, Nikki is uh, Chris Paul, probably 11. Uh, Jimmy Butler, probably 10. Russell Westbrook, 9. Paul George, 8. Oof. And then I'll tell you why. I love Russell Westbrook. I love him. If you know me, you know that he's one of my favorite players. But he stat hunts a yeah. lot of times to the detriment of his team. There's a lot of things that Russell Westbrook does yeah,
2: that are to the fun.
0: detriment of his team. Russ, he forces shots Russ sometimes.
2: Has, Russ has that Kobe gene. Yeah, he does. Where it's like, there are times where if you put the right people around him, which is why I like this year's team, if you put the right people around him, he shines. I'm
1: excited for the team that he has this year. Me too. It, I'm very excited for him and Dennis Schroeder to play f- together for a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be Throw, nice to see him come up. Up like, like, I, like,
2: I like that. I like Stephen Adams. I like them not having Carmelo on the team. Right. Patrick Patterson's like,
0: still on the team. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. I, and
0: I, I, just, like, I just have a hard time. Like, like dude, Russell Westbrook we having just triple-double right. this year and nobody gave a shit. Right. Like, yeah. like because, like, he does. He stat hunts a little bit, and he, he takes dumb shots sometimes 100%. that are, like, to the detriment of his team. And that's 100%. why I put him at the back half. 100%. The thing is, though, I think a lot of the guys, like, 10 through 6, can to some degree be interchangeable.
2: Oh,
1: 100%. Yeah. I also just realized Dwayne Wade's not on this list.
2: Uh, Dwayne Wade's not in the top 100 at all. Yeah, I'd rather have Dwayne Wade than Dirk Nowitzki.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. Hot take. Hot take. I don't think
0: that's that hot. Like, is that really that hot?
1: Actually, he might be on the list. I might have just. That's a microwave here. take. I'm gonna just microwave it. It's slightly heated. Up. I put it in for a
2: minute
0: yeah. and I took it out, and the bowl was hot, and so yeah. I was like, "Oh!" The bowl is hot. I was like, "The food is finished." You're I took one to bite, go. and I was like, "Shit, this is lukewarm." And it's still ice. <laughs> he he <laughs> might it's like be like a out. fucking hot pocket where it's hot on the outside, and I take one bite, and it's fucking ice cold in the middle. <laughs>
2: I don't know if I agree with that, but I, I don't even know if he's on the list. He might be on the list. I might have just skimmed over him. Who, Dwayne Wade? Uh-huh. Let's well, ask Siri. Sorry. She might know. Who, um, five? Joel Embiid, probably rated at nine. I think that's fine. Maybe eight. I think you can make a case for leaving him out of the top ten, but
0: like it's also like, who are you going to put in over him? Like, right. you know, one of those things. Uh, I'd probably rather have Paul George and Joel Embiid. Just injury history and body of work.
2: That, so, the injury history is my big thing. It's like To put a guy like that in the top ten after having one healthy season. Right. Is is risky, and you're really like, you're living by the sword and dying by the sword when you go after a guy like that. Yeah. But when healthy, he is, he's Rudy Gobert with an offensive game. Like he is that good defensively, and yeah. also is incredible on the offensive end. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's very like, good. He just he just is, and he can um, stretch the floor. Just, like I, I didn't
1: man. see him on this list. Kuzma's not on this list. Do you think he Is should he? Have... He's gotta be on this list. I I play. Play.
2: I don't... Uh, if Lonzo's on this list, Kuzma's on La- that's what list. I'm saying.
1: Lonzo's hundred, but I don't see Kuzma. I'm looking. Yeah, you yeah. might be Fred right. Fred Van Fleet, Kelly Olenek at ninety three. I think
2: Fred VanVleet's too low.
1: Evan Fournier? I agree with it. I I do I was 90, gonna bring I was gonna sounds disrespectful. I was gonna
0: bring that up about um I just don't want I don't really wanna take the time to yeah. debate the merits of uh Fred Van Vliet being <laughs> like in the in the high nineties. <laughs> but um I do agree that he should certainly uh, be higher than Absolutely. that. Uh, I love his game. I really wanted the magic to offer him this offseason. I mean obviously as you can, you know, as you're all aware, like they were going to um, to match. I also have a lot, I, I take a lot of issue with Kent Bazemore and K- Kelly Olynyk being ranked above him That's and exactly. I love Kent Bazemore. That is a guy talk about a guy who does a lot of the little things that like I don't think get noticed. Like Deontay Murray is also
1: ahead of him. I don't he's know that I, that I love that. Oh, also, Deont- I just went through. I love Deontay, Deontay, Deontay Mor- Murray, and it was but all I, defense. Actually, I just went like. through seventy all the way up to seventy, and Kuzma's not in it. And I'm not going to say Kuzma's top seventy. Yeah, he might not be in. the so list. I don't think. Yo, there's 315
0: the people uh, in the. You know, there's there's 350 people. Uh, nine. Three Three hundred. So let's see. There are 15 players on an NBA team. You multiply that by 30. There's 450 players in the <laughs> NBA. <laughs> Um. All right. So, okay, so who's the that 400? is actually, honestly, the fact that there are 450 players in the National Basketball Association is to some degree a mind-blowing statistic to me. It is. Just because, like, there are, think about how many fucking guys you just don't think about. Yeah. It's
1: true. Yeah. It's true. Like, like uh, Lou what's Amundson. his name? Who? Lou Amundsen. There you go. It's I was going to say. He's still
0: in the league. <laughs> I, I don't
1: think so. It's the Dude, first name that came to my head.
0: Fun fact. Lou Amundsen played college ball at UNLV. <laughs> he did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I don't remember that. Dude, I could tell you I could tell you where every player went to college. Like that is my that and what year a movie came out. Those are like my gifts. I to test that, this one fucking worthless. All right, mm. let's
2: let's talk about the last topic for today. Um, after months and months of searching, the Philadelphia 76ers has have finally hired their general manager, a one Elton Brand, former number 1 overall pick of the Ooh. Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Dookie, uh, two-time All-Star. All rookie, all M- all all NBA second team, first team. All what could have been one hundred percent. And had a lot of knee injuries, which really hurt his career. The before. hand, the broken hand. Yeah. A lot of injuries. Um, but was a good NBA player. All star great NBA player. say. him. Not a Hall of Famer. Him. Not even close to a Hall of Famer. No, no, great no, no. great NBA no, player. No, he felt he poster felt like, child for the Hall of Very Good. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: I was gonna he, say he felt like a, just a, a slight. Step right. He kind of falls. In, he
2: falls. He falls in that same category as like. Baron Davis and, like, Gilbert Antoine o- Jameson. Gilbert O'Reilly. I would say, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Uh, dude, Antoine Jameson averaged, like, 25
0: a game for, like, seven years. Mm,
2: not a two-time All-Star. Mm, never Anto- made all NBA. Mm. Antoine Jameson never made all NBA.
0: I don't think that, but I, the All-Star.
1: What about Andre Kirilenko? He also,
0: Antoine Jameson is also known because for the fact that he spells his name in a way that you could never pronounce it Antoine. Because the W and the A are switched around, which fun fact was a mistake when he was born. Fun fact, not only constants. And where did he go to college? UNC. That that good I, job. That I know. Um, okay, so I did not know. Elton Brand, two-time NBA All-Star, NBA Sixth Man of the Year, NBA All-Rookie Team. Uh, and then there's, there's a bunch Elton of Elton other... Brand. Or... No, this is uh, this is uh, Anton. Antoine Jameson. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would say they're pretty pretty comparable. Like. I'd, I'd say, like, I'd put him on that same tier.
2: Right. Elton Brand made All NBA one fucking time. All NBA, man. Made an All Star team as a rookie. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. He was so good with the Bulls. I was so mad. So, Antoine
0: Jameson averaged twenty five points once once in his
2: career. I said for like, seven. <laughs> seasons. Thank you, thank you. But he also, I mean, he's got a he's got better longevity than Elton Brand. Fair, lo- lo- definitely better longevity. So, um. As recently as last year, Elton Brandon was the general manager of the Delaware Blue Coast, which are the NBA or G, NBA G League team for the Philadelphia 76 Sixers. Uh, that was two years ago. Uh, I, I kinda miss the D League because it's just
0: so fitting for like I don't the, the D League. <laughs> like it just you know.
2: Is that, like, supposed to be an, innu- that was, that was no, an innuendo?
0: No, 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 no. It's not an innuendo. It's supposed to be just, just like, the just like the D-League. Like, he, because like... It
1: makes you like, feel like you're just... You're not good enough. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it is... Welcome <laughs> to the NBA D-League. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Not, this was not a euphemism for a I, penis. Yeah. <laughs> like, or a... But also any other words you want to use. <laughs> I'm just not gonna. Th- I'm not gonna
1: throw
2: out male
0: genitalia uh, words um, on the podcast. Did we do that
1: on the other day? We
2: did we talked about penises? Well, a lot we
0: also time. talked about Draymond Green's penis at length <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> at
1: Draymond's length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh,
2: Draymond Green has a huge penis. Uh, anywho,
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. For the guy, I thought it was kind of small,
2: but, like in comparison to Draymond Green. Stop. It looked like this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's different not, colors, was, though? and I'm also not giving Draymond nearly enough credit. It's bigger than this, Michael. Yeah. Uh, did they? Did the Sixers? <laughs> <laughs> did the Sixers make the right choice with Elton Brand?
1: I think, think. I honestly way? think yes. Yeah, I think it'll be a good. good he has experience
2: good not in the NBA, but he's also been in the front office for a long time. Yeah. He is a he's a well educated dude. Um, has been around front office circles for quite some time now since his retirement. It'll be interesting.
0: I also love this move, and like, I think some people think this is stupid, but like, in my opinion, hiring a guy like that and getting new blood in—number one, a guy who loves the organization right. first and foremost. Yeah, very much. Number so. two, a guy who isn't fucking Billy King for the tenth job or like, fucking like, I I don't even like I, I don't even know like other right. names that I could just start rattling off here of GMs, but like,
1: just like well, they it's, talked to Dan Gilbert, right? Like he said no. Dan and Gilbert? You mean? uh... Yeah. yeah, Dan Gilbert, Dan, former Dan, GM GM of Cavs. the uh, Cavs. But he wanted full control, so they said no. Is no Dan him. Gilbert the owner of the Cavs? Oh, you're right, David Griffin. David yep, Griffin. There you go. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, guys, I'm like,
0: I'm like, what? I'm like, hold yeah,
2: on, let's. You got me, um, David Griffin. Like, yeah, Long like, like instead of, it, or like initials. instead of doing
0: like the like the Danny Ferry thing and like you know like I mean who's like obviously blackballed from the NBA but like you know what I mean like just like recycling GMs like nobody's going out and hiring like Otis Smith. Thank Christ, um, but like, like the, the magic did it with Rob Hennigan, and oh, like it course. overall, like it, in the end, like didn't really work out. But like, right. it was like at least exciting because I was like, oh, this is like it's like new and fun, and this guy's like trying to make like, you know, like, I just think that's way better than just uh, like, like recycling, you know, GMs done. over and over and over again, like guys whose like body of work you've already seen and really isn't that impressive to begin with, like, right. um, so you know, body of work, body. Of- <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think it's a good move. I like it. I think it's, uh, it's. A, I mean, the thing is, if it doesn't work out after two years, just fire him. Whatever, who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, right.
2: Pressure's on, though. Pressure's fucking on. That's it. Very, very pressure-filled The thing job. is, too, though, he doesn't have to do a lot right now, which is
0: great. Like, that's why you can kind of hire a guy like this and he can come into this role. Because, like, you have an established core.
2: Well, not only that, but he he comes in six weeks before the season starts, and he can't do anything. Right, right. It's, yeah. it, he, really, he really can't he's going to get up to speed on like, now the good thing is that he has been with the organization so he is privy to what's been going on if yeah.
0: they do not re-sign J.J. Redick or trade him during this season then I will do a complete 180 on this opinion so I just want to put that on the record
1: Wait, I didn't even realize that JJ hasn't been signed. No, 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 they signed yet. him. I meant, I after this season. Oh, yeah, he got signed to a one-year deal. One year, oh, I think cool. one year, nine million. Yeah, so. he lost. He took a he took a slight pay cut because they took
2: couldn't. a fucking a fucking <laughs> <14 laughs> <million laughs> $23 dollars last year. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: love that they were just like
0: shit. We're like under the salary cap floor. Like we got to do something. Ah, fuck it. Here's twenty three. I mean, which is not a bad signing considering like you're getting like you're getting JJ right. Uh, and yes. uh, yeah, and he's the sixty second
2: best player in the NBA. And with that. Uh, anything we want to plug this <laughs> week, guys?
0: Go see Nikki's show on the 23rd. I'm going.
1: Oh, yeah. Comedy Sports, 23rd. Uh, it's 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. The Comedy Sports house party. Uh, uh, we're doing a, a thing called SawProv, where I'm going to kill all of my teammates. <laughs> That's really fucking stage. morbid. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. It's, I'm actually very excited. I love it. Uh, and love then it. October 16th, Starting at the I.O., the pool. Um, and then follow me on social media, at NickyPalooza. Bam. Follow me on Twitter, at Tad Hall underscore. I am going to warn you
0: all, though, if you do follow me right now, most of my tweets are centered around Iowa Hawkeye football because it is college football season, and I am a proud alumnus of the University of Iowa. So. Uh,
1: <laughs> and I am a white Midwesterner. Just, uh, yeah, please. uh
0: just, really? just know that like I do, tweet a lot of Hawkeye football stuff. There is some vitriol at times, yeah. so just you know, be it prepared. Um, but you know, like uh, outside of those tweets, like pretty, pretty fun Twitter follower. I did tweet yesterday that I think, and I'm gonna stand by this. I want to make this a PSA right now. If you get try to get on the L, but while, before you let other people get off, or and slash or. You go up the escalator at the L-stop, and you stand on the left-hand side and do not walk up, which the left-hand side is for, is for walking up. If you do both or either of those things, I firmly believe you should be publicly executed. So, just want to put that out there. Just kick
1: them down the escalator. Wow. do fall forever.
0: This is... I'm in a hurry I just got off the L I'm trying to fucking go home from work if you want to stand on the goddamn escalator stand to the right so I can pass your candy ass while walking up on the left hand side that's all thank you for your time
2: the more you know people uh, you can follow me at J underscore Keelahs on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MBA Pod. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. If you're a subscriber, if this is your first time listening, thanks for listening. If this is your um, team time listening, thanks for listening again. Uh, please do subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, yeah, and give us some ratings and reviews so we can jump up in the Uh, in the rankings in the uh, sports and recreation uh, category. We'll be ramping things up now as the season approaches. For Nikki, for Tad, for Jay, this has been NBA. We're out. Bye.